on timer timer stopwatch um let me know all right this drop was over but my name is Tom Man, <laughs> aka Teddy crucifix aka your pastor's favorite rapper that's Robert Cogdell on the drum machine and this is he's the pastor I'm the rapper podcast how you doing bro yo 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 that's intro music is back you know we had uh Take a break from the intro music for our brother J. Cole as he dropped a solid one. Also, speaking of J. Cole, yeah, cuz is living his life right now. He's living like his a, best life. He's a pro basketball player right now. Yeah, my man is in Rwanda. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny is I looked it up and that Rwanda team, they won the championship last year, and now J. Cole's on the team and they lost. So wait, what you mean? They lost the championship. Wait, how how quick was this season? It was only eight games. It was a six game season with two playoff games or something like that. So, but shout out to J Cole, man. Shout out to the Rwandan wow. Patriots as well. So, yeah, shout out to y'all. I'm I'm pro- listen him and um little Duval. What? This one I'm about to say. I'm saying you know how people like they try to put you in the box. It's like like the like the like this the is wild. Lady. I feel like this is wild, y'all. Go ahead. No, all right. You, you remember when the young lady uh, with LeBron James was speaking out about like issues going on in the black community? The news anchor she was like just dribble the basketball like oh they, shut up and dribble. Yeah, it's like they they put people in boxes. Like Jay Cole is like he he he. He dropped shoes last week. He dropped the album. And he's playing basketball. I dig it. It's like so. It's like all it is. Only just stick to rapping. He broke that mold. Lil Duval, he's a comedian and he's dropping songs, bro. He's I'm trying dropping to stick songs. with you on this because he's dropping songs. Now, granted, he's bro, not dropping. I, every I, I, comedian in history has dropped a song. Eddie Murphy had a number one song at one point. Okay. Eddie Murphy and Jamie Foxx. Yes, comedians have done this. No, no, no. But this is what I'm saying. But it's not like comedians. I, I guess I did a little Duval because I was listening to um, Smile today. It was relevant to me. I'm living but, my best life. Yeah, man. Because it's like they try to put people like they they, they try to put. I'm people living in my best life. I think I'm done. Yo, <laughs> you know what? That's really funny because did you see the pastor? I think it was like a pastor at church that sang that in church one time. On uh, do you follow Church of Laugh? No. You don't follow Church of Laugh? I think it's corny. You're corny, though. Wait, hold on, bro. I'm taking a piss <laughs> that. I'm corny. No, look, bro. All I'm saying is Church of Laugh has some of the funniest clips ever. That's not my type of comedy. What's your type of comedy? I would like. I would not like to see on the podcast. You like slapstick comedy, do you? Slapstick comedy? Yeah, like when people do like... What do they call that? Like when they're when they do crazy. St- I don't know, man. That's actually not the type of comedy I like. Okay, what kind of com- comedy? I like, do you like? I like good. Like, do you listen to comedy with cursing in it? I would not like to answer this on the podcast. The oh man, that's y'all. I plead the one, two, three, four, fifth. Y'all, this dude ain't saved, man. He listened to J Cole. He watched Kevin Hart. I said nothing about it. Now you you casting stones now. I said nothing about that. Kevin is not Hart. casting stone. We need to do a whole podcast on judgment and what judgment actually is. Because I feel like people think anything is judgment. I, wait, but I, I never equated casting stones with. Oh, never mind. That is judgment. Ooh, there we go. But hey, look, Church of Laugh. <laughs> I remember them posting a video last year. It was so funny that they were, somebody was singing the Little Duval in church. You're living our best life. Hey. Really? Go go back and forth with you and live in my best life. Wow. I was like, bro. <laughs> one part of me thought it was super whack. Another th- part of me was like, bro, churches 
will steal stuff and like put it online and it'd be really really funny and then like it pushed me into this place where i was like yo people will do anything you yeah. put something on the internet and like or you see something on the internet and people will grab hold to it and they'll just run with it my thing is i just wish people like if you're going to do that like get on someone's stuff like be original like that's how, my thing how can you do that though how can you be original but I do it all. I rap on Jack beats all the time. Like, all right, what I'm trying to say is, so say someone gets on a, a Jack beat that's trying to do Christian rap, they take the format or the skeleton of the hook and just change words to make it Christian. Mm-hmm. That's not original. If I'm going to get on a Jack beat, I'm going to change the. It's going to sound like a totally different song. Yeah. I'm just using this person's beat. I dig it. That's what I'm saying. So it's like you know, do it with excellence. Don't just get on and. That's corny to me. It's like, bro, there's no thought process. Oh, this Christ rhymes with right, so let me replace right with Christ. Yeah, we in there. We in there now. Like, Yo, that's crazy. But, hey, you know what's funnier is, like, people saw that that particular clip, and they grabbed it, and then they started using it. Like, I saw it in sermon series. I saw it in, like, memes. Like, people take, a little, people take a little Duval song about living your best life, and then all of a sudden, this is like a theological truth for you to live your best life. Just like, well, Joe Osteen has a book, How to Live Your Best Life Now. Oh, man, you had to drop the name. This, we about to go there, huh? Hold on. My, my camera's not focusing, so. It's not? Yeah, y'all right. listen to Ty while I get my. So as he gets his camera focused, I would like to ask you all, how are you guys doing today? Um, you can take a time to comment this right now, help our engagement on YouTube. Matter of fact, TikTok. Y'all the goats right now. The, little, the small, the small following that we do have. Shout out to the talkers. <laughs> it's because of TikTok, and they go to YouTube. They subscribe to our page. They comment. Um, thank y'all. Like seriously, like I honestly did not think. I thought it was gonna take a little while for this podcast to get some kind of traction, but because of TikTok, within the second podcast, we had some kind of traction. So shout out to y'all, and shout out to Church of Laugh. I'm gonna say that again. He's really adamant about this. I'm looking them up right now because, and I think this a this was how we can like jump into our subject for today. But like, you know, Church of Lab puts out a lot of stuff that people will repost, and some people take that stuff seriously. A lot of people. It's take like that people stuff get seriously. their a lot of people get their theolo- theology from social media, which drives me completely nuts. It's like I won't read, but I read on social media. I don't understand it. Like I, I don't have the time to read, but you could be on social media for two hours reading. Wow, I, I don't get it. Yo, do you respectfully? Get your, respectfully, <laughs> do you get your theology from social media? Do you look at memes more than you look at your scripture? Do you not pray? But do you, do you gossip on people? Do you not pray unless you can boomerang it? Or if you're praying on people? Oh, you're see, not praying was, for people. You're praying on. <laughs> You're you're praying on people. Do you only do your devotions when you can take a picture of it and post it to your IG live or your, you, your Instagram story? Do you only post your devotional when you feel that it makes sense for your life? Yeah. Do you do you post your Bible and the thing that you just underlined in your Bible to share with the world? I do that sometimes, but do you do it? This is the question. Do you post your food on Instagram before you actually pray? Do you type out your prayer and take a picture of your food and post it as if that is the thing that made it to God? I mean, it could have. It could have. Did but. you actually take the time to find a praise worship song on YouTube, press play, set your phone up, Wow. record, and then act like you're praising and worshiping on camera? Amen. 
All I'm saying is we're in a we're in a crazy space because how do you balance it, man? Like, how do you balance it? I I I know some cats. Matter of fact, you you posted a dude I know the other day. Like, I think there's some good uh content creators that are putting out theologically sound information via social media. But then you just get a lot of like bonkers stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, what's the balance? Like, where do you, where do you stop? Where do you go? Like, you know, some of the stuff seems edifying. Some of it seems really corny. Like, I don't get down with the. You got one second. Pray with me right now. <laughs> you know, like stop right now. Stop Pray right with now. me. Hey, I like to do. Hold up. <laughs> this is one dude who does this all the time. Like he's nowhere in the frame, and he's like, he's like. Wait before you leave. Pray with me, White Sound. Father God, we love you. Yo, oh, this is funny. Shout out to bro, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not down to you or nothing. It's just funny. It's just really funny to me. This is, um, I don't know. So, I guess for finding a balance. Again, me and Byron are both Christians, guys. So, for Christians, I think your your litmus. I believe I'm using that word correctly. I'm trying to use big words. It's gonna go bad for your boy, but. The thing that you're holding everything to, I think it should be the Bible, mm. not your feelings. And I think that's what's wrong with social media um, theology. Yeah. If it if it struck or if it strikes your feelings as you read it, I like that. I'm going to go with that. That's my life's model. I I don't think I think that's what the problem. I, I think that's what the balance isn't. It's it's it feels good. It feels right. I'm not going to fact check it or, mm. you know, um, look and see if, if scripture supports what this says. It just sounds right. So, I'm so gonna go with it. Well, how would you define social media theology? Because it, it sounds like you like coined that phrase just now. Um, I would. I don't know. Um, I, I guess finding a post that seems like it's biblical or mm. has some kind of um, biblical backing to it and and using that as the cornerstone for your your, your, your scriptures and how you live your life. Yeah. If yeah. I had to make up a definition on the spot, I think I did a good job. I feel like you did. I mean, I feel <laughs> like all of us have seen like that one meme where we're like, I don't know if that's scripture. <laughs> no, actually, that's not scripture. I think like, I do it all day. It sounds good, but I ain't really feeling that. You know, like it could be about anything. Like some people are just like, again, living my best life. God has called you to live your best life, you know? You know, and they create a fake scripture reference to put at the bottom. Or calculations three sixteen. Yeah, I got that from TikTok. I don't know who put that calculations. That was a good no capulations. Oh, capulations! It, it was on the post. If you guys go on that TikTok, what I put um is is Christianity, the white man's religion, and someone was like, um, where in the Bible does it say that Jesus what was white? Mm. And somebody put Capalacious three sixteen, bro. I was I was out of there. That, that was, was pretty a, appropriate. It was it was great. But yeah, um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, we were just <laughs> talking about people getting their theology from social media. It's just such a easy thing to do because, like we said in a other in one of our other episodes, when somebody says something like with a mic or with a lot of followers, I feel like people just automatically believe it. Yep, you know, you so, already have the influence. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like and like. Um, on I know this was definitely popular in MySpace days. I'm telling my age, but on Facebook, like the whole like, um, if you if you go past this post, 
without resharing that God doesn't oh, love you and stuff like gosh. that. It's like, bro, like what? Like, are, are, so y- y- y'all saying that God's love is conditional because if you don't share, so people actually share that because they they're not in the scriptures and it's like they want God to love them. Yeah, they're going to share that post and it's yeah. like. You know what? Yeah, you just took me down memory lane because, I mean, I don't know if who whoever's watching, I don't know how old you are, but it started with chain emails. There we go, so chain letters. The chain, e- like there was chain letters back in the day, and then like when email first got popping, like early 2000s, like 2002, like people would send these random like chain emails to your Yahoo account or your AOL account, and you're like, Yo, I gotta share this with 15 people. I don't even got 15 email addresses I can send this to. And then, like you said, MySpace, it took off on MySpace. It was sc- bro, it scared me. Again, I, I didn't have my understanding of Christianity or, yeah. or I wasn't into my Bible. MySpace, I was like 13. Yeah. So I would see it. I would share with, I'm talking about all of my friends, my top eight. All the little 400 friends I had because I wanted God to love me. Yeah. I didn't want to go to hell. you like, bro, I want God to love me, so let me forward this. <laughs> you feel like, like, it's like, where is that in the Bible? But, but God did say that we are to uh, we are to go and make disciples and <laughs> share the gospel around the world via email, <laughs> via any means necessary. No relationship needed. Yeah. And you know what? Let me, let me, you know, I'm saying all that in jest, but here's the fact that matter, like, we do need to use every medium we can, right? So we do need to use social media. We do need to use email if we can. You know, I just think it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like Correct. you sending somebody one email saying, hey, you need to accept Jesus right now and send this to four other people so they can accept Jesus. I don't really think that's the right way to go about it. But I do love when people use their platform to draw people or, or no, excuse me, let me rephrase that. I love when people use their platform to point to the savior, to point to the true light of the world, you know, and that's, that's all we are, right? We're yeah. people who point to the light. Like we don't have any power over people getting saved. We just point to the light. So correct, man. So I don't know. Like if, if you guys are like, I don't want to say victims of that, but just get into your word don't let I feel like Christianity in America I feel like we're doing better right now let me say that but I feel like they we, we use fear to to um to get people to God and yeah. that's what those posts were doing and it's like man like just preach the gospel like with the with, with the true and sincere heart that's yeah. all you need you, you shouldn't have to f- say if you don't do this you're going to hell or if you're not living right you're going to go to it's like man preach the gospel. Yeah, give people the gospel. That's all you have to do, and be genuine with that. So that <laughs> <laughs> sounds good, but oh, I'm not saying know. it's easy. It's bro because it's relational, and I, I feel like that's a piece, a big piece that people are missing. It's like I'm going to beat you over the head with the gospel. There's no relationship there. Yeah. So it's like, so so like give. I I don't know if everybody has coming. a good example of like. Coming. What we mean when we say social media theology, you know, I, you know, I've seen memes, I've seen stories, I've seen videos. Yo, what is a good example? I'm going to read. I want to read, too. There's one right now. Um, young fella, if you watch the podcast and when I read this, you know, this is you. I'm not going to say your name, but you know, this is you. Um, so I was on Facebook and I saw killing his only son for our sins instead of Satan. Explicit word by 
And when I read the comments on that particular status, there were a good amount of people like, yo, that's deep. Yeah. Yo, that's right. That makes sense. Correct me if I'm wrong, so-called Christians. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was shocked, you know, um, Oh, and to make things worse, when I actually commented on dude's status, um, I said something that he replied back. I'm just stirring up the pot. Yeah. I think that's what made it worse to me because it's like you're doing something just to provoke people's thoughts and emotions, but these people are really like getting riled up and they take that and that forms their ideology on the Bible because they're not reading the Bible. So it's like what you said makes sense. That resonates with me. I'm going to roll with that. Yeah. That's scary. It's, 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 you know, it's like if you say something that sounds the least bit logical, you know, I think people will jump on. They're like, yo, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. Let me let me just roll with that. Like, that sounds like it could be right. Or maybe I should just question that because somebody else questioned it. Right. But they're not even going back and doing the work to, like, check to see. What's right, what's wrong. So. Correct. And there was another one. Um, I'm not going to read it because it's, it's extremely long. It's very it's, long, but just give the synopsis yeah, of it. In a nutshell, it was just like, it starts off like I've been studying. A, oh, that's I think that's what got people. Let me just read the first sentences of it. I, I, I think that's what got people. Uh, that, that Oh, it went away. Ain't that crazy? So I'm about to, uh, oh, man. It was like, um, I've been studying the Bible for a long time. And I noticed the patterns and trends, and this is it. The Antichrist is coming, and this is what, this, that, and the third. Um, get right before hell comes, repent. And I think the the scary thing with that is they mix some truths of the Bible yeah. with their understanding of the Bible, which is a, a, a misinterpretation. And it's like a jambalaya of half truths, quarter truths. And a lot of my wait, 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 wait. So you said it's a misinterpretation. Why would you say it's a misinterpretation? Because they're reading the Bible for just face value and not doing the the context work that goes around the Bible. Explain that because I don't know. I don't know who listens to us. I don't know. You know where you might be in your walk, or if you're a Christian at all. But like, explain what you mean when you say context. You know, they they're not doing the work to like. You know, because most people feel like if I read a book and the words are there, whatever's there is what it means. Okay, so number one, the Bible is ancient Hebrew text. Um, Old Testament is Hebrew and Aramaic. The New Testament is Greek. So the things that we're reading in the Bible, um, that's a translation. It's a translation version um, in English so we can take in or have some kind of understanding of the Bible so it can make sense to us. Um, that's why there's different versions of the Bible. Yeah. Um, and that's going to answer some people's question when they, cause I saw this on TikTok, I believe it's like, um, it was a post. It was like, um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, but these people were Greek or whatever. It, it was yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. They, it was like, yeah. it was like, how is that even possible? Because again, these people, that's their translated names. Um, if you read the actual text, you can read their Greek names or their Jesus Aramaic name. Which but, is crazy because that'll get people caught up. They'll say, oh, man, that makes a lot of sense. If they were Jewish, how could their names be John? I'm not how could their name be Matthew? And then you go down this path without even going to the text because the text explains it. Like they, it, For the most part, it explains it. For Just to hit the, the, the nail on the head, when I came across that, 
I think this is like when TikTok first started blowing up, mm-hmm. and it, it was a post. I, I'm, I'm gonna try to find that post, but when I saw the post, I didn't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. It got me kind of. I was like, I said, I did the same thing. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But what did I do? I did research to see was Matthew's name Matthew right. Mark, and that's how I I found the information versus just going with that yeah. and just rolling with it. So then when somebody started talking about the Bob, you throw up. Well, why is Matthew's name Matthew if he was right. you know if he was way back in the day? That's a European name. Yeah, it's his translated name. Which so. and let me let me also add some context there. Um, so I look at it like some of our brothers and sisters who are from different countries right now who come to America. Right. So um, I know Asian brothers and sisters, whether they are like Korean or maybe Chinese or even Indian. Indian. That would be Asian. Right. Yeah. Um, Who will say, well, my name is Bill. And then you ask them, like, is Bill your real name? And then they tell you their full name and they explain that their full name is the name that they were given based off of their ethnicity, their heritage, their culture. But then they have a name that is palatable for the culture that they live within, which that's when they say, my name is Bill, right? Correct. And and there was something very similar happening in the context of Greek society, where your name, you might have a traditional Jewish name, but if you're living, especially within a Greek society, you likely had a Greek name as well. So men like Matthew who is working within a Greek society, he would have a aggression name or, or a Greek name, or even Paul, uh, he would have, or Saul of Tarsus, he would have a name that translates both in the Greek culture and then has a connection to Hebraic roots as well. So it, when you do deep study, you can see those things, but if you're just taking that face value, you kind of miss those things. And some of that stuff is explained in the text. So, like, <laughs> what do they say Matthew's name is in the text? Oh, it's going to go bad for your boy. Levi, right? Y- y- yeah. So, Levi <laughs> Levi is his Jewish name. We're going to edit that out because oh, I don't no. want my boy to be looking I bad. Want y'all, I know. I want y'all to see the infallible. Bible study facts. <laughs> um, yeah, Matthew's name is Levi, and Levi is his Jewish name. Matthew is what we would say is his Greco name or his Greek name or his uh, surname in a sense. Uh, It's the name that was given to him that's like one he uses in the Greek society. And as they're writing in Greek, what would they do? They would write the name that is Greek. They wouldn't write the name that is Hebrew. So Correct. I mean, and just to make that hit home for my brothers and sisters that look like me, um, you have your name that your parents gave you and then a lot of people have their Hood names, um. Oh man, Bobo. You feel me, June Bug? You know, uh, little man. You feel? Oh, man, man, shorty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Little peaches. Uh, uh, uh I don't know. I ran out. But but those <laughs> in real time, those are hood translations of your name. That's not your actual name. But I'm pretty sure somebody was you know rapping about you in the song, or they were you know journaling or something like that to say June Bug came over my house today. If somebody came across that hundreds of years later, they seen Junebug, but they found out your name was really Matthew, they're not going to be like, oh, oh my God, I, know, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to be like, oh, man, this is false. No, that's just a hood translation of your name. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, just to hop back into it. Well, before we wrap this up, you said context. So, hey, when we say context, what we're saying is there are things that happen before this particular event um, that will add more detail to why this particular event is there, right? So we talked about Revelation. If you're reading Revelation, it's not smart to just go to Revelation and just read it at face value. Uh, it's better to see, okay, who is this being written to? Yes. When is it being written? Why is it being written? Who is the original audience? Um, and those things add context. And then when you're reading through the text, if you see uh, references to other things, you should go back and see, okay, where else was this mentioned in the Bible, right? So in Revelation, it talks about John being at Patmos, right? Correct. Well, I would check out to see, is Patmos anywhere else in the Bible? Like, y'all know the maps be at the back of the Bible. You better turn to that map. You, I know you looked at that map when you was four years old in church, and you just, you was like, oh, I'm just going to, look, use that map. All those things add context, right? Yeah, and I mean, a great example, again, when you read Revelation, um, first off, I would definitely suggest reading the entire Bible before you read Revelations. For sure. Revelations is literally like a culmination of all of the imagery that you got that you read prior to the oh, Bible. Yeah. He just giving you like it's, it's like a, a smorgasbord of smorgasbord of every image that you got in the Bible. So when you hear about dragons and stuff like that and beasts, it, it's in context if yeah. you did your homework before you got those to that things point. are not new. Yeah. It's not right. new imagery. Like you, you should have a great understand and he had that in mind to the people that he was writing to. Um, when he wrote those those um, letters, yeah. So, yeah, and, and and to get us back to where we started, yo, don't get your theology from social media, please. Don't get it from memes. Don't get it from us. Don't even get it from us. <laughs> don't get it from us. Like if you're watching this right now, I pray that you would go back. What what we want to do is point people to the light, and where the light can be found most is through the text. Correct. Uh, the Bible, the, the Bible proclaims that it's all written to glorify Jesus, to present Jesus to us. And that's what we want to do. We want to point people to Jesus. So we want to point you to your Bible. Yeah. Get you a good Bible. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> if it don't lay over like that, if you don't have like a little crease in the middle, it ain't a good one. Okay. And find you one, you know, you might want to get a study Bible. Oh, you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah you might want to get a good study Bible so you can, you know, read your verse and, you know, it has commentary. It tells you the context. The context. It puts you, it, it puts you back, um, it, it puts you back in the, the time that they were writing it so you could have a better understanding of yeah. what this meant. And also, this used to be saying, uh, something that used to um, trip me up. It's like, what version should I read? The best answer for that is all the, of them. Well, <laughs> one of my mentors, when he when people ask him that, what version should you read? He says the one you'll actually read. That be, uh, right? There you go. So if you buy King James and you struggling and you like, bro, I ain't gonna read this. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> get you one that's easier to read. There, there's a lot of different um well, I won't say a lot. There is a scale of readability. In Bible context So yeah Get you the Bible that you'll read Don't get your theology from social media Don't get it from memes And look we kind of going hard on like the doom and gloom people But the prosperity people They do the same thing with the memes and Listen okay And just to make this short and sweet Like 
as Byron is saying, you'll come across these prosperity means. It's like God wants a good life for you, this and the third, which is true. But it, again, if you read the Bible, mm. there's trials and tribulations that's going to come. Somebody hit you with the Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You feel me? I know. The, I know the thoughts that I have for you and all, which is good, but it's out of context. It's like, bro, like. It, the, the, the Bible does not run away from you having troubles in this world. What, but For what, my goodness, look at Jesus. Yeah, like he went through it. Like he died a extreme death. Yeah. So it's like don't think like again because it's like you guys are not you guys. I, I was guilty of it at one time. You're trying to find scriptures that support um, the struggle that you may be in. If you, if you see something that's some kind of hope out of the struggle, you cling to that. Yeah. That's good, but understand that there's it, it, there's there's a need for both. And the Bible talks about the spectrum of everything, not just this one thing that God wants a good life for you. Yeah, and let me add this: there are a lot of new pages and stuff popping up that that break down a lot of theology. Like in the camp that I'm in. There are like Instagram pages and Twitter pages that are constantly like putting out theological truths every day and they sound great. But even at the end of the day, I need to go back to the text just to verify. Like yeah. I need to say, you know, before I repost this, before I share this, like, let me make sure that it's true and it's biblical Correct. before I like take a deep dive into that. And man, I ain't going to mention CRT, but I'm going to mention CRT. If y'all out here on Twitter talking about CRT, <laughs> come on, man. Don't do that. Read the Bible, okay? What about the people that don't know what that means? I was going to say If you it. don't know what CRT is, don't waste your time. Okay. All right. And that's why I didn't say it. That's why I asked. Um, so. Not because it's, well, anyway, we'll talk about it on another episode. Well, we can wrap up. So, yeah. um, the takeaway from this podcast, guys. If you come across anything that's biblical on social media, read it on social media and go to the Bible to see if it supports what that said. And, yeah. um, and don't go to the Bible to try to find a a scripture source that support what that says. Get the context if if that makes sense. Like it makes don't, sense. yeah, like don't don't try to support that. Like look at what the Bible is saying about either that meme or the scripture that you're reading and get the full context of it. Yeah, and in the same in the same token, let me just add this. There are memes, there are a lot of memes and a lot of social media posts that go against Christianity that sound good and look good, and you should do the same with those. I've seen far too many people say they look at a meme that says, How could Jesus exist if the letter J didn't exist until the fifteen hundred? Man, come on! His translating name, guys. Come on! I don't even care about all that. Look, just you—you you know, take some time. You know, don't don't let memes or what we see in the in the physical uh, pull you away from what you know to be true in the in the spiritual. So um, that's all I would say. Look, to wrap it up, my name is Byron L. Cogdale. I'm Byron L. Cogdale on everything. Uh, you can follow me on every single thing that's out there, Byron L. Cogdale. But you can also follow Identity Daytona. That's the ministry we serve. That's a church that we are planting right here in Daytona Beach right now. And Ty, where can they find you? Um, and before we get to my social media, Identity meets three times a month um, on Zoom. Here we go. We also meet one time on um, the fourth Sundays in person. Um, we actually just... Oh, we have before we get we get off. Yeah, Pentecost Sunday just passed. Pentecost Sunday just Bible, passed, and Bible it was a ahead, it was a blessing, y'all. We yeah. pray. We've been praying, and we pray for people, and you know, we saw God show up in a lot of those situations, right? Yeah, 
And uh, we also been raising money yeah. for this new ministry facility that we are uh, feeling led to to produce in Midtown Daytona. It's called the Connect. And uh, we were praying that we could have 100 people sow a seed of $100 in 20 days. And we just shared that with friends and family, basically. And um, we got our 100th donor during our Pentecost Sunday service. So praise God for that. Um, if you want to check out what all of that means and what we're doing again, go to identity Daytona and you'll get information on that. The connect is our project. We love it. We'll probably be recording a podcast there sooner than later. I so. will hope so. Yeah. And I don't care. I'm going to go ahead and say it because I'm, I'm proud of everything my church is doing. I'm proud of everything my past is doing. So if you guys would like to support, even though we have reached our goal, there's still so <laughs> other things that we're you know trying to do with the ministry so if you like what we're doing and you want to support our church's ministry um our cash app is money sign um identity daytona i believe yeah um and like brian said if you want more information go to identity daytona.org backslash connect yeah backslash the connect and you you can uh, find out more information we're not just trying to get your money actually you don't have to give money yeah. this is just if you feel we just want y'all to, to check so. it out we um, want y'all to check it out. That's it. But yeah, so my name is Tyvan. You can find me at I am Tyvan on everything. Also follow the Christian Hip Hop Collective I'm a part of. That's at Crew for Jesus. That's Crew, the number four. Jesus, all one word. Um, again, I'm Tyvan, a.k.a. Teddy Crucifix, a.k.a. your pastor's favorite rapper. That's Byron L. Cogbell, and this is the He's the Pastor. I'm the Rapper Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe, share this podcast. Oh, yeah. It's recording? All right, cool. Me and I. Count me down. Yeah. All right. Shout out, Byron. I cut my hair, and I felt like that. So that's what it is. Yeah, it's real, my relationship real with the father, it's 100, don't believe me, get to Will Chamberlain. Boy, I used to be a slave to sin, but through his grace, you'll say he will forget, like, what's your name again? See, I ain't into labeling, but a Christian rapper call me that, cause that is my calling, ring, ring, who's who calling back, cardiac, Jesus Christ, he all in that, all in that, that's how I stay on point, like a party hat. I'm about my father's business, yeah, see me preach the gospel with the quickness, yeah, they look at me like, what is this, witness by Jehovah, but I'm not Jehovah witness, no shade, okay, we dodge on bull or lay, my father's rain, rain, rain will never go away, you think it different while you slipping on your pivot, catch me in my father's real, whipping while I whip it, tripping as I'm sipping on this living water, bro, we can't be swerving as I'm serving, can I take your order though, this ain't industry, it's ministry, don't do it for the dough, you don't do it for the dough, you crazy, maybe I got a couple screws loose, God Keep a tool that's fixing me too true. Do this for the money, hold you funny, boost, boost. Engage with the Lord, don't let this world fool you. God's proposal, I do merit to the Lord. They laughing at me like I'm Jim Carrey to them boys. What he, 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 watching for a move of God like a DVD. You got that blind sight, see the things that Stevie see, that's Nathan. I serve a real God, yours an imitation. But you could do the same, here's an invitation. Chasing, how you never station. I be walking with the Lord like turtles racing. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'ma give it to him. Gorilla do they open up and he be sticking to him. Stick top, blood of Jesus, it'll make a quick walk. Y'all forgives and I follow suit, I ain't with Ross. I'm saved like the money that be in vaults. But sometimes like a shoe dog, I flip flop. That's when I tell the adversary, get lost. When I'm out of line, that's my flesh, that be his fault, Teddy. That's it.